0: Welcome to Small Business, Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Jane Ann O'Flynn is a director at Driver Hire in Grimsby and also the founder of the O'Flynn Foundation. The foundation was set up in 2022 to support local people who are suffering from mental health issues or who've had a stroke. Jane is planning to use networking as a way to raise awareness of what she's doing. Thank you very much for being my guest on the podcast, Jane. Thank you very much, Liz, for actually making this happen. I'm
1: absolutely delighted to um, partake this morning.
0: Now, you're a director at Driver Hire in Grimsby and a passionate fundraiser for mental health. Let's talk about driver hire first. What is it and what do you do? Well, driver
1: hire um, has been around for a very long time, almost 30 years in Grimsby. We're the Mm. third owner of the business. Um, And as I said, what we do is we supply um, drivers and uh, back office staff to the logistic sector in northeast uh, northeast and uh, northern Lincolnshire. Um, And we've been doing that now for going on for seven years.
0: Wow. And do you find that it's a really busy business? Um, It can be. It can
1: be. We have our pigs and troughs. Um, We've had ups and downs, of course, with the COVID period. But Mm. I suppose fortunate that we could remain in business because we were supplying key workers. So unlike many businesses during that awful period, um, we were able to carry on, obviously, with the reduced volume of business. Mm. But nonetheless, we were still there. Yes. Which was good.
0: Now, I know that Driver Hire has always had fundraising campaigns going on. So tell me about some of the causes that you've supported over over the years well
1: it goes back um a long time as in it for me because for the, about 30 years now i have been either working within the charity sector and fundraising within it as well and it seemed a very natural thing when we bought driver hire that we're in a new community we're very lucky to have this business and etc etc And it would be lovely to give something back. Mm. So we started our first fundraise for Wish Upon a Star, continued with them for about three years um, and also linked up with Community Linkage, Cash for Kids. And of course, the biggest fundraise was Jane Elizabeth Cady because Mm. she was an an exceptional um, person who had um, a a very bad fall. um, And that just, took away the last bit of mobility and independence because of her MS mm. so we actually got that woman back on our feet yes. um, living a life again and probably better than she was before she yeah. had the fall if the truth be told so that was really one of the the, the major ones that we actually did because and it made us think about where we were going to actually head in the future Mm. with our fundraising because although Jane Elizabeth didn't have mental health, which her mental health had been affected Mm. of course by that the prospect of having to spend probably a shorter life in bed where her Mm. muscles were wasting away and she wasn't able to ever look forward to getting out of that bed Mm. so it it, it was kind of of you know we thought well we've got to carry on doing this because it's rewarding it's actually helping people in our community and we are changing lives you know Mm. even if it's only one person it does make a difference and then we went on to COVID
0: Mm.
1: and with mental health we Um, with my association with ICAP in London, I was very aware that their doors would be knocked on continually looking for help because people had lots of challenges then, not knowing Mm -hmm. what the future held etc etc so Michael and I decided that it would be probably the right thing to do in 2020 uh, to raise money for mental health Mm. Um, so I got in touch with Alexis at Forth's Therapy in Grimsby and um, we had a conversation I know she's private but I said look um, Alexis we have a crisis on our hands would you actually um, extend your services to take on people who cannot afford to pay Mm. and we will fundraise? And she said, absolutely, Jane, go for it. Mm. So we did, and we raised a lot of money, which actually helped some 300 people during that period of COVID, which was amazing. So after that, um, Liz, it seemed the natural path to actually set up a foundation. And to support mental health and also to support those in our community who've had a stroke Mm -hmm. and cannot get access through the National Health um, for physiotherapy. Yeah. And so that really was, but also to mention that I've always wanted to run a charity. (laughs) I've always wanted to do it. And it just seemed that it never was the right time Mm. going back the years. But, you know, when I think about it, everything does fall into place eventually if you're determined enough to make it happen. And I think that's what happened. We had the crisis 2020 and 21. And then it really and truly, it was very clear to me that this is what we needed to do. So we set up the foundation last May. And we helped 112 people in a short year, obviously, yeah. um, with the funds that was raised from our golf day at Laceby Manor mm-hmm. in July last year. So moving forward, obviously, I have got to carry on um, looking for funding to do much, much more because mm-hmm. we would like to treble what we did last year. This year, and so at the moment, that's what I'm doing. I'm applying for um, funding, also running the odd event. Um, we we'll have our first event, will be at laceby Manor. It's a ladies' lunch um, to acknowledge International Women's Day on the 9th of March, um, and also to support the uh, work of the O'Flynn Foundation. And of course, we'll have our golf day, 22nd of June, um, at laceby Manor again. Yes. And there'll probably be other things as the year goes on. But I can't do this on my own, Mm. you know, and I've always made that quite clear that what we have done has been basically the work of so many wonderful people in our community who have been so generous in donating and sponsoring. And that's what's made it what it is and ha- helped us to achieve what we have achieved. So, you know, I just pray that that carries on and we can, you know, look to that happening again this year and next and, and so on into the future.
0: Yeah. So how do the people who need help find you? Are, are they referred to you? How does it work? Yes,
1: that is correct. We, we are a registered charity, so obviously very um, keen to make sure everything is done in correct order. People can uh, be referred from the Stroke Centre in Grimsby, which covers Scunthorpe as well, mm-hmm. um, for physiotherapy. And, of course, mental health. They can come through Fourth of Therapy um, for mental health. So we've already actually funded one person uh, towards the end of last year from Fourth of Therapy who on low income unable to actually to pay for private treatment mm-hmm. and we also did likewise for a lady from Eppingham In- that had a stroke as well, so that's where the referrals will come. It'll all be. I, we we cannot just accept. Um, you know, people walking yeah. up to me in the street and saying, "Look, my granny is uh, has yeah. a stroke. Can you help?" It has to come through the proper channels, so people can reach me through the stroke centre in Grimsby. We also work with Links Inspire, and and I'm very inspired by what they do. To be mm. quite frank, I think they do amazing work there, and we're also helping them with their programme because people that um, go there for lots of things really and um, help and uh, c- you know, community and getting together with people that they wouldn't see probably if they weren't part of this organisation and they can get treated because a lot of them have got various different uh, conditions so it'll be degenerative in some cases, some will have had a stroke But there is lots and lots of things happening there that actually can help them, you know, to get back their uh, mobility and independence. And we are helping them. Actually, we're funding some of the um, projects that they do, particularly what we're interested in doing with Links Inspire is they get the first 12 weeks on the national health. Mm -hmm. And then some of those people coming off that programme it'll be clear to the staff there that they could do with another 12 mm. weeks but th- 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 where's the money coming from you yeah. see they haven't got it themselves yeah. and links inspire can't get any more money through the national health so they'll come to your flynn foundation and we will help them
0: yeah that's wonderful so what what area are you actually covering geographically jane
1: Northern Lincolnshire.
0: So that's north and northeast together, is it? Yes,
1: absolutely, yes. In fact, actually, I go as far as uh, just um, revealing that the foundation was set up to actually help people throughout the UK. Mm. But with the pot of money we have, that would be ridiculous (laughs) too because we're not (laughs) going to be able to do that. So we are concentrating because all the money that comes in is coming in from people who live and work here. And it just seems the right thing to be doing is to help people in our community so that's what we are concentrating fully on basically uh, also we uh, could help with education in um offering bursaries or um scholarships but again the time isn't right for that the money isn't there but mm. what we would like to do and hopefully will be able to do at some point is to actually um uh, uh, approve a scholarship or a bursary to a a young bright student from a disadvantaged background to give them the opportunity to springboard you know forward into actually achieving good results and getting a good career path ahead for Mm. them
0: lovely now what sort of ideas do you have for raising money you've mentioned a couple of things like your golf day there um what other ideas have you got in the pipeline
1: well events of course has got to be uh, one of the key things that i can organise and and uh, and deliver um but also grants getting obtaining grants mm. successfully um you know putting out applications to various organisations and hoping that you know I'm not expecting everybody to say yes, of course, <laughs> you know, but I'm realistic enough to understand that, you know, but also to, to, to say that if you throw enough balls up in the air, mm. you know, you're bound to catch some on the way down. So, you know, I have a hugely, hugely positive attitude towards it and feeling. And, you know, I'm so passionate about wanting to do this. Um, and as somebody said to me recently, or the end towards the end of last year, he said, he said to me, he said, Jane, your energy, he said, and your passion, he said, is 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 burning, mm-hmm. and it is because I want to do this, I really do, and I think when I think back about to Jane Elizabeth Cady, always mm-hmm. because of the success of what private physiotherapy. Just turned her life around, yeah. and I want to do similar things for so many other people who were in similar positions to what she was in. You know, with no prospect of ever, ever leaving that bed mm. and just wasting away. And then you see her now; she's been able to go to her son's wedding last oh, August, get out, and you know she has independence. Yeah. You know, she'll never do the marathon because of the MS, but she never expected that. It's just to be able to leave that house and to do that. And, you know, it's possible, you know, and I remember I'll never forget the evening I went to see her in December 2018. And I came out of that house and I cried. I Mm -hmm. actually sat in my car and cried. And I came home here and I said to Michael, we have got to. He said, "How are we going to do it?" I said, "I don't know, but we're mm. going to do it." <laughs> and, you know, I said, "I have no idea at this moment in time how we're going to raise money for her and get her out of that bed," but you know, we did.
0: Yes, you did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that is the important thing, and that's really and truly, you know, the, the 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 so the flow of the passion within me to to want to do that for more and more people, and I know, you know. Every day, practically every day, I get a letter or maybe more in the post here at home or I get it to my email because people just go to probably the Charity Commission website and they see the O'Flynn Foundation and they just you know, send off an application. I can't help all of those people. Mm. But what I want to be able to do is to give a positive response to people here in North East Lincolnshire and North Lincolnshire. That's what I want to be able to do from the foundation. And, And, you know, hopefully this year we will be able to help over 300 people.
0: That would be instead a...
1: of, you know, I think yeah. last year we did very well because basically we didn't really start until after the golf day in July because we had no money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so really, we only started really looking at helping people from August of last year. You know, and, the, and, and the, the, you know, the need is there, mm. that there's huge need out there for both of those um you know, sections that we help, like mental health. There's just so many challenges out there for people today. Yeah. It's always been the same. But I think, you know, it's, there's always been challenges, of course, and there always will be. But if you can pick some of those up and turn people's life around and give them something to look forward to and to live for, yes, you know, and, and have, a, have a life. And sadly, 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 I say this, is that I have personal experience with what happens within a family where a member of that family has severe mental health Mm. challenges and it isn't just the one person that person who has those challenges it affects the entire family. I'll go as far as saying because this did happen that the children very often never recover Mm. because they go through so much drama
0: yeah
1: and sadness and just absolutely things happen that unimaginable things happen yeah and it affects them for the rest of their life Mm. so they don't find a happy path moving Mm. forward in their lives so for me it's so important to be able to pick those people up and be able to do something about about their state of health yeah and to give them back that independence and immobility in the case of the strokes and that but it's just to give to give people you know to put their lives back on track and that they wake up in the morning and say it's great to be alive and you Mm -hmm. know looking forward to the day ahead and and a future you know it's as simple as that
0: yeah well it sounds like you're incredibly busy Jane so what kind of proportion of your time are you now spending on the the foundation as well, opposed to driver I'm, hire <laughs> I,
1: I still work very hard for driver hire of course um but uh, I, I, I just fit it in Liz because the thing is that it you know it because I'm so passionate about both sides of my life really to be honest with you but uh, you know I just feel I don't mind if I work until late in the evening you know sending out applications and things like that or you know i don't I, I as I said, I kind of, I suppose, really and truly, um, probably give two whole days a week or maybe more to the foundation. And I can see that in future. Do you know what I mean? Going up. Mm. Because, mm. you know, um, if I retire from driver hire at some point in the future, well, you know, I have this you know, to carry me mm-hmm. on, if you know what I mean. But um, I love what we do at Driver Hire. But as I said, both, both is important. And of course, Driver Hire has been very generous to the foundation in setting up like my set up costs and that. So, And, and also to emphasise that every single pound that comes into that bank account goes out to help because when I run an event, for example, I actually get it sponsored.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: so that the cost of the event the golf days have always been sponsored yeah you know so I get sponsorship for golf holes that covers the cost of the day and then after that and any shortfall Michael and I would, 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 would mm-hmm. or driver hire would pick up the cost of that so every penny that comes in for the ticket price, so to speak, or the entrance fee, whatever you like to call it, will go to the to, to the actual causes that we are supporting.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. So let's have a bit of a chat now about networking. So how do you use networking for your business and also now for the foundation as well? Um, I
1: must admit, I have not been doing an awful lot of networking. Um, of late, and there is a there is a good reason for that because driver hire is quite a niche business in mm. a way, and of what we do. And when I mean <laughs> we used to go, as the old saying is, Michael and I would go to the opening of an envelope <laughs> when we moved up here first, and then we soon realised, basically, that really and truly, yes, we were making contacts and some very and meeting some very very nice people. But, you know, from bringing money, uh, sorry, bringing business into driver hire, that wasn't happening. Mm. It's the truth of the matter. And, but... I think now that we are more um, inclined to go out and meet people, um, not doing things on Zoom and that and with mm-hmm. the Business Hive and that, there I will start going to things at the Business Hive and other things because the foundation yeah. really and I'm, truly, I'm promoting something different. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And the people that I would meet at the, the Business Hive and such like, you know, could possibly be people who would like to make a donation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's what I will use the the networking side actually moving forward.
0: Yes. I mean you must have built up quite a network now you know, you've been here a number of years and as you say you used to go to very many events. Right. So you, you you must have a big network now that you can start to Tell about the um the foundation
1: yes and 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 of course that we um which you um, you've you've attended um some of them the ladies connected group Mm -hmm. um which took over from workwise women and yes and that's another opportunity basically to actually promote the work of the foundation as well
0: yes so if people want to get involved uh they'd like to donate or organise an event for you, what's the best way for them to contact you, Jane?
1: Well, um, they, that's quite easily um, organised. They can send an email to Jane, that's J A Y N E, at O'Flynn Foundation, no apostrophe, Foundation dot org.
0: Lovely. And can they connect with you on social media? Are you on LinkedIn?
1: Yes, well, I'm in the process of setting up a faced book and LinkedIn page. Now that'll happen. We're away for, uh, um, that'll happen in the next few weeks, mm-hmm. so it'll be up and running. It's half set up, but it's not set up uh, in, to be able to post something out in it. so that will that will be something that will happen um, probably beginning of February.
0: And presumably the the name of those pages will be the Oflin Foundation.
1: Yes, it's Orflin Foundation. That's right. Yes. I'll have one for the Orflin Foundation on LinkedIn and on Facebook.
0: Lovely. Well, thank you very much for being my guest, Jane, and telling me all about the foundation and uh, the best of luck with it.
1: Thank you so much, Liz. Thank you very much indeed. I've so enjoyed this morning. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.